Hey, you. Go ahead and take a moment to get settled in. And then open awareness to the body and body posture. And for this session, I invite you to sit a little straighter. See if you can bring some reverence to your posture and to your practice. Because today we're going to explore a very critical aspect of experience, both in our meditation practice and in our daily lives. And that is the pleasant, unpleasant, and neutral feeling tones that accompany every object of mind, every sensation, sound, taste, smell, touch, thought, emotion, and perception. It's crucial we open awareness to these feeling tones because it's these pleasant, unpleasant, and neutral feeling tones that condition our reaction to the world. When we're unaware of them, they automatically move us through the world. When a pleasant feeling accompanies an object of mind, we tend to reach out and grasp the object. We hold on to it tightly. We refuse to let it go. And when it does eventually fade, as it inevitably will, we tend to chase after it. We desire it and seek it out. When, on the other hand, an unpleasant feeling arises, we tend to push it away. We resist it. We run and hide from it. Even when it's not here, we fear it will come back. It haunts us and ends up limiting our capacity to live and to move freely through the world. And finally, when a neutral feeling tone arises, we generally tend to ignore it. We let it move through the mind with little to no attention around it. We space out and become blind to some aspect of reality or experience. And so again, our life and our experience are limited. Put bluntly, when we're not mindful of our feelings, we have no freedom. We're a little more than an algorithm. So today we're going to learn how to cultivate more mindfulness around our feelings. We're going to learn to live with more freedom. Now, to do this, as a strong feeling arises, whether pleasant or unpleasant, remember, our goal isn't to change it. We don't push it away if it's unpleasant, and we don't hold on to it if it's pleasant. We simply drop into our heart center and open ourselves fully to the feeling. We hold it with an open hand and allow it to be with us as long as it will. We take a loving and caring interest in it. We investigate it as a matter of direct experience, as a phenomenon, without reacting to it or putting a story to it. We don't take the feelings and their associated objects of mind to be our own. My pain, my anger, my sadness. Rather, we see them as the impersonal, impermanent, and ever-changing energy patterns they are. Okay, well, with this in mind, go ahead and close your eyes if they're not already closed. And once again, open to the body and body posture. And now, just allow the body to resolve into an ever-changing field of sensation. And as you sit in the framework, there is a body. Whenever a particular sensation pulls at your attention, open to it. 
whether it's tingling, lightness, vibration, pressure, etc. And then note the feeling tone of that particular sensation. Is it pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral? And then see if you can become interested in the posture you're taking toward it. Are you leaning into or away from it? If so, see if you can relax into it and be with it without judging it or without reacting to it. Simply be the wide open space in which it is arising. And when it no longer pulls at your attention, gently return to the framework there is a body, noting all the sensations associated with breathing. As you remain mindful of the body, mindful of the breath, notice too how different thoughts and emotions arise and how each of these triggers different feeling tones in your mind. You might think of someone and the thought triggers a wave of joy, say, or gratitude, or lust, or maybe it triggers anger or jealousy or disgust. And associated with each of these thoughts and emotions will be a feeling tone. Pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral. As soon as you become aware that the feeling has arisen, as soon as the feeling itself becomes predominant, see if you can make that feeling tone the object of your meditation. And again, note the posture you're taking towards the feeling tone. By making this a formal practice, opening to the direct experience of the feeling without reacting to it, see for yourself, but I bet you'll find that you become better positioned to see how feelings shape your relationship with the world. You'll be more aware of how they're propelling your reactions and behaviors. You'll be able to see what stories or run of thoughts are connected with them and whether these thoughts serve you or not. Sometimes, feelings can be so strong, we feel we're drowning in them. Naturally then, we can't be there for the ones we love. So again, it's crucial we learn to hold our feelings from a place of love, equanimity, and composure. Only then, once we've learned to be at ease with our feelings, not to be bothered by them, 
can we show up for others? Only then will we be able to sit with other people's feelings without exacerbating or amplifying the emotional contagion. So again, I invite you to learn how to accept and be with your feelings. I invite you to become an island of peace, strength, and stability for all those around you. Again, staying in the frame, there is a body. And when a sensation pulls at your attention, open to it with a posture of curiosity and ease as you know whether it's pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral. And if you find it difficult to sit with a particular feeling, see if you can bring more interest to it. What does anger or sadness feel like? What are its qualities? You may even ask yourself, where in the body do you feel it? Where do I feel anger? Where do I feel sadness? Is it a feeling in the face? Is it a tightness or contraction in the chest or heart? Is it a movement in the head? Is there a tension or a twisting in the stomach? Just become curious of the feeling as it's experienced directly. Again, not conceptually, but as a raw phenomenon. Try to notice it as a wave of energy. Mental noting can also be very helpful in allowing you to both recognize what the feeling is and also to be with it without becoming identified with it. So if doubt, say, or embarrassment should arise, just try making the soft mental note. Doubt, unpleasant. Embarrassment, unpleasant. Or if the unpleasant feeling arises due to some physical pain, like a headache, again, just note the sensations as precisely as you can. Pressure, pressure, tension, tightness. Increasing the interest until you can experience directly its ever-changing nature. And if all else fails, you can also bring in some reason. Just consider, every physical pain you've experienced, every feeling of shame or rejection, every unpleasant feeling you've ever had has come and gone all on its own. What's here now, what's here always, is an ever-changing field of energy, a constant flow of sensations, sounds, and feelings. As Heraclitus, the ancient Greek philosopher, said, though there appears to be separate and distinct things, they are actually just flames. They are part of the everlasting fire. Change is all that is. See if you can open and refine your awareness more and more to this truth of constant change, to this truth of impermanence. 
this feeling too will pass away all on its own. There's no need to resist it. There's no need to push it away. You can simply hold it like a newborn baby with love, care, and compassion, with an eagerness to understand it. Sometimes feelings, especially emotional feelings, just need to be seen. They need to be felt, noticed, and acknowledged before they return to the everlasting fire. Okay, in the last minute of the session, just begin again. Pay close attention to whatever feelings arise without grasping at them or pushing them away. Simply note them as you feel them clearly. And when they no longer keep your attention, gently return to the body and to the breath. Well, thank you again for practicing. Before you go, I just want to highlight that pleasure and joy cannot exist without pain and sorrow. As the perennial poet Khalil Gibran says, your joy is your sorrow unmasked, and the self-same well from which your laughter rises was oftentimes filled with your tears. And how else can it be? The deeper that sorrow carves into your being, the more joy you can contain. Is not the cup that holds your wine the very cup that was burned in the potter's oven? And is not the lute that soothes your spirit the very wood that was hollowed with knives? When you are joyous, look deep into your heart, and you shall find it is only that which has given you sorrow that is giving you joy. When you are sorrowful, look again into your heart, and you shall see that in truth you are weeping for that which has been your delight. Until next time.